hello, hello, friends and foes, brothers and sisters, passengers and drivers, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're listening to the Shoot Brothers Podcast, the one and only wrestling podcast hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, Cameron DMD Osborne. <laughs> DMD. <laughs> yes, secret joke. Just for us. Just for yes. us. Just for us. We're here. Yeah, we're here. Like you said, coming back with all the weekly wrestling action. This is episode 245 of the show. It feels like we're just in a lull because there's no pay-per-view right now. <laughs> there's no pay-per-view this weekend. Therefore, it almost kind of feels like a vacation from the world of professional wrestling. Because as we know, professional wrestling does not stop. We just toured the, the planet Earth, seemingly, with some of these, uh, this, these little stretch of pay-per-views. Crown Jewel's on the horizon. The Havoc is on the horizon. Of course, full gear even after that. We're gearing up to something yeah. big. Survivor Series is adding seats to their already sold out um, uh, show. Yeah, and they haven't even announced if it's going to be War Games yet. I'm sure that would boost. Is Re- they, would, uh, Regal co- would Regal come out and say it? <laughs> I mean, he works here now, so he's, he's allowed. He's just kind of uh, backstage. You just put him on an intercom. Just have him press the button. War Games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'd think they'd want to announce it as soon as they can for, uh, you know, sell out that arena. I mean, well, I, well what, I, what, anyway. what I have heard, the arena is already sold out, and they are, in fact, adding seats. Well, then I guess it doesn't matter. But uh, for all of our sakes, who, who doesn't love a good war games? Who doesn't love a good war game? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's get in the show. Let's uh, get into this week's episode of the podcast uh, by first crowning a brand new Tweet League champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Champion here. Um, we're giving it to uh, ooh, just ooh, just a, a seemingly random Twitter user at Kenny for your thoughts. <laughs> also, also a good little pun. Um, uh, Kenny for your thoughts. Reaching out to his, uh, he is verified, by the way. So you know, uh, well, anyone can be now. I know anyone can be, but I feel like yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Um, uh, he tweeted out to the world, um, uh, the butterfly effect of WWE day one gotta be studied. The butterfly effect. What is that? Yeah. Well, of course, Roman Reigns, uh, was scheduled, um, to defend that, uh, his universal championship, the blue belt at day one, um, before the match or sorry, before the match, however, he came down with COVID. I do believe testing positive. So there were a lot of changes on that pay-per-view card that needed to be made specifically Brock Lesnar being added to the, what was fatal four way for the WWE championship turning into a fatal or sorry, you know what I mean? Four way for the WWE championship yeah yeah turning it into a fatal five way of course biggie was the champion bobby lashley was also there um yeah so kenny for your thoughts um what if roman doesn't get sick does biggie stay as wwe champion does biggie not end up on smackdown and get injured (laughs) we do we do not get bobby lashley versus brock or seth versus roman at the rumble do the titles even get unified yeah, these are all. I mean, I've thought about this myself. It's it, cha- it really did change the. Course I mean, he's still going. If the titles don't get unified, unified, we surely wouldn't have the current world heavyweight championship. Yeah. Also, 
what um, do we get the current world women's uh, women's world titles? Or would it be like a WWE <laughs> women's title and then a WWE universal title? Um, crazy that Roman Reigns going down uh, meant for the future of WWE shifting the landscape as it is right now. Yeah. No, it's crazy how much impact that one booking or, uh, yeah, the booking they had to do after, how much it changed everything. And, yeah, the entire world title scene, as you said. But, <laughs> but I mean... <sighs> Yeah, I guess that I guess that's what what was it, right? Cuz I guess they still wanted they must have wanted still wanted Brock Roman to be at Mania. Cuz yeah, you could have easily you could have just as easily put Brock in this match and then not have him win. Big E still be champion, yeah. but I think they needed something else to give it that extra little oomph. Why not unify the titles? That's what they thought. And then the match was bad. And... Yeah. What the? I mean, what? it screwed over. That single decision is the one that screwed over Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes, because we would have still had the WWE title. And well, definitely the first two. Out. I feel like Cody Rhodes lost on purpose. You know. Well, I mean, yeah, for this year, but he's gonna lose I mean, next he year might too. Not even. <laughs> That'd be too much. He's gonna lose. You know, he's not even gonna win the Rumble. He's gonna. He's, well, no, he doesn't have to win the Rumble. No, he's but. gonna he's gonna lose again, and then Roman will drop it the next year to Cody. <laughs> no, I don't know. I too many, too, too many, much. too much, too much. Too many. Okay, <laughs> too many. Well, congratulations, Kenny, for your thoughts, um, for uh, all that action. Anyways, um, let's get into the show. Let's get into the weekly wrestling action because we have a season premiere. That is right, folks. Over here on SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Now, we've talked about this before. Of course, um, the season premiere, they do this every year on both brands. Uh, historically, for the Shoe Brothers, it's very, been very important because it's where we used to count um, the, uh, remember the brand-to-brand invitational? Um, <laughs> where certain yeah. people were allowed to go on the other brand five times, and then we kind of used the season as a as a checkpoint. Um, from what I can remember, I think Baron Corbin was the guy who kept going back. He was the one, or Braun Strowman, one of those two guys, like shot through the five times they were allowed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, either way, either way, we're wasting very little time here. Um, <laughs> uh, John Cena kicks off the show. What better man to kick off the show? Also, because this is coming off fast lane too, right? Yes, for for uh, for the blue brand, yeah, the this is after. coming off fast lane. Or I guess yeah, the week uh, yeah yeah five days after yeah. Uh, so yeah, as he said, he welcomes us to the season premiere. Lots of cheers, but then immediately interrupted by Roman Solo Heyman and the man of the hour uh, too. Like we had been getting this Romo promo, Romo promo. <laughs> God, <laughs> for yeah. weeks we knew this was coming. So you know, it was all formalities until now. Yeah, but this was, I believe, his first appearance since SummerSlam, so two months uh, without Roman here. He deserved it. So, anyways, yeah, he done, comes out, says, we got to do this right, acknowledge me, and the crowd, though, they're chanting for Cena, and Roman says, you're chanting for a coward, and Cena only came back because I was gone. Uh, anyways, you can leave now. Cena's like, uh, you know what, I do acknowledge you, your championship reign is earned, and I'm not here to challenge you. Uh, because I haven't earned it yet. 
but I know someone who has. And then L.A. Knight, he comes out. Big pop as usual, lots of chance. Uh, Knight just steps right up to Roman. You're the chief, you're the champ, right? No, you're just the man that's standing in my way. Well, you've been sitting at home. This crowd has been chanting my name. and uh, Roman's just like, yeah, that's great and all, but with how long I've been the champ, which makes you think you can stand in here with me. And Knight says he's the fastest rising star. Smackdown history, but then Jimmy Uso attacks him from behind. Knight tosses him to the floor, gets in Roman's face. But Roman bails out, avoids the fight. So, uh... Knight says, all right, if you won't fight me, then how about Solo fights me later? Yeah. All more on that later. But it's, yeah, great to see uh, the the three of the top dudes here on SmackDown. That's for sure. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, this is the first step. I mean, it certainly seems like LA Knight's going to get that world universal title shot at uh, Crown Jewel. Yeah, that's coming up um, the following weekend. Two weekends. Isn't that soon? I think so. Fourth? I think the fourth. Yeah, the Saturday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, big match. Huge match for Knight. But let's go to our first match here. We got Rich Holland and Butch taking on Pretty Deadly, who are also making their big return. After uh, Elton was out with that shoulder injury uh, at the hands of his opponent, Ridge, and comes out in the wheelchair, stands up bravely, even though it was a shoulder injury. <laughs> they're just being funny yeah funny stuff either way I'm happy they're back and they had a new theme song they had a big disco ball the whole presentation and, uh, looking pretty good presentation's important we know this yeah matching outfits uh, and they dye their hair a different color so you can tell them apart even though I still haven't memorized them I should really <laughs> hey, figure yeah. that out Elton and uh... Kit Kit Wilson yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. Anyways, though, Ridge grabs him. He does the same move that injured him, the overhead belly-to-belly -belly suplex. And Elton sells it like he's injured. The ref goes to check on him as Kit hits Ridge with the big kick to the head. Elton stands up, rolls him up, gets the three count. So pretty deadly. Grab the win. Yes, boy. The Brawling Brutes are uh, falling, uh, falling down. We haven't seen Sheamus since that final match with Edge, since he retired Edge. And uh, Is that the last time we saw I, I believe so. I believe so. And wow. and even Butch, yeah. um, even Butch losing. I mean, uh, you know, a, a good performance over winning that Heritage <clears throat> Cup, but yeah, but still coming up short. Yeah, yeah. The Brutes kind of losing steam a little bit. Uh, yeah, they need their leader Sheamus back, I guess. Yeah, it was important. Yeah, we haven't seen him since uh, that day. I mean, I mean, that being said, though, Sheamus is a fucking worker. You know, he's a, he's another one of those, give him a couple months off and everybody oh, is yeah. everyone's Whatever he on needs, board. It's well deserved. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, we go to the Bloodlines locker room. Roman's questioning Jimmy about his unplanned attack earlier on LA night. And Jimmy just says he called an audible. Roman's like, oh, you think you're the quarterback? Uh, you know, if I were you, I'd go get Jay. Or, no, Jimmy says... I would go get Jay, and Rain says, Jay is old news. I'm the one that makes the decisions. I call the audibles, and Jimmy says, yeet. And Roman's like, don't say that. I don't like that word. Yeet. Too silly for him. Yeah, too, yeah. Si too silly for me, quite frankly. <laughs> too silly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't use it, but a guy like the Usos, it suits him. Yeah, it suits the Usos, that's for sure. But, you know, Roman, yeah. but, the, you know, but 
It's the bloodline. Rowan's a classy guy. He's yeah. a sophisticated man. Exactly. Yeah, he doesn't want that silliness. No. We're royalty. You don't act like a court jester. Thank you. <laughs> uh, some women's action. We got Bailey going against Selena Vega. Vega looking good, doing her lucha style. She even hit a 619, but she has to do it from the bottom rope, <laughs> which is, I mean, she's even shorter than Rey Mysterio, so it's, uh, yeah, it looks a little bit different. But. Well, I think, and also to hold yourself up between those two ropes, you need a, lead, you need, you need a lot of upper body strength. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure she could pull it off, mm-hmm. but uh, probably just easier this way. I'm Anyways, sure. she hits some more moves, a big meteora, Bailey kicks out. That's when Io jumps on the apron, so Vega hits her with a 6-1-9. But the distraction lets Bailey hit the rose plant, gets the win. And then damage control, I'll jump in, beat up Vega some more. So Charlotte comes out to make the save. Yeah, thank you, Charlotte. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> someone is working around here. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know if she's doing it to help Vega or just because she wants to be around Io in that title. Oh, yeah, maybe just to be there. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, Charlotte's never too far. Never, not from the title. Uh, <laughs> Triple H comes out for a big announcement, or an announcement. We'll see how big it is, but uh, his <laughs> yeah. ovation was... Yeah, don't tell me how big <laughs> this is. Yeah. The ovation was big, though. Everyone loves to see the game, and uh, he wants to call attention to one of the unsung heroes of the past few years, Adam Pierce. You've done a great job managing both Raw and SmackDown, and uh it's a heavy load though no one should have to do that alone so pierce you're being promoted to the official general manager of raw and then triple h is ready to introduce us to the smackdown general manager when dominic interrupts gets booed out of the building triple h is like wow i thought those boos were piped in but (laughs) nope it's all real all real but uh yeah dominic says judgment day got screwed out of the tag titles at fast lane Triple H says, you're talking to the wrong guy. Take it up with the new general manager of SmackDown, Mick Aldis. He comes out, uh, you know, accomplished, former NWA, TNA world champion, but maybe not someone that everyone knows. Well, of course, I remember him most from the, the at All In uh, when he was against Cody Rhodes. That's, that's, yeah. that's where I remember uh, him most very, from. Very memorable. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he was NWA champ. Yeah. Good match. 2014, he was ranked number eight on the PWI Top 500, so that's pretty good. I'd also love to know one thing here um, as it pertains to uh, managers, Mike, and uh, maybe you can help shed some light on this, um, just this in general. Uh, Nick Aldis is 36 years old. Do you uh, wow. Can you recall a manager so young? <laughs> well, there was uh, AJ Lee. Was mm-hmm. the manager of Monday Night Raw for a bit, and also Paige on SmackDown for a little bit. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how old Danielson was when he was doing the uh, SmackDown. Probably around, probably this. around probably there. Around okay, yeah. So maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's, just, it's funny to think of a wrestler, a thirty-six-year-old wrestler now, in entering their prime. Just ask AJ Styles. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. In Brian and Paige's case, it was because of injury. Yeah. And then AJ was just like a swerve storyline because no one expected it. You know, but I'm just saying, you know, these these performers are going so much later into their into their careers. I'm surprised a a 36 year old is hanging them up. Yeah, no, that's a fair point to make. But anyways, all this gets in the ring. He's looking forward to some healthy competition between Ron Smackdown and. 
Talks about Jay being re traded to Raw recently, and SmackDown still hasn't gotten their part of the trade, so uh, he's ready to announce. Uh, Dominic says, who cares? But then Kevin Owens comes out, gets in the ring, hits Dominic with a stunner. So uh, Kevin Owens, uh, member on SmackDown, split from Sami Zayn. Effectively splitting up the tag team, uh, which was Zayn and Owens, which, you know, yeah, all good things. Yeah. They had their fun. They got to main event mania, win the belts, and five star match. Five star match. Sami Zayn, you know, he's cooled off a bit, but I think world title could still be somewhere in his future. Mm -hmm. It would only take a couple months to get him that over again. Just give him a good storyline. And I mean, you know, he was doing fine before KO. So I think you know, I mean, both yeah. both both of these guys do fine with or without each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can always reunite them in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. But anyways, uh, yeah, so that takes care of that business. Backstage, already at work, the new GM, Nick Aldis, is approached by Chelsea Green, Piper Niven. They tell him these women's tag titles are cursed. They want new belts with style and class. Uh, and I agree. Yeah, you know, let's let's get a new design. These, these things have been bad luck. Yeah, bad luck. Yeah, maybe that's what. Yeah, <laughs> and you know that not, that's exactly right. You know, maybe a new, the, the get change up the feng shui of it all. Yeah, you know, you yeah. know, sometimes sports teams they change their logos and all stuff the time. This happens all the time. Yeah, new yeah. branding, new uh, everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then Charlotte walks in. All this tells her she was done dirty at Fastlane, so he sets up a title match for Charlotte against EO next week. Uh, Charlotte thanks all this, then turns around right into Jade Cargill. They have a little stare down. Triple H walks up, and like, oh, hey, you're introduce each other, and uh, yeah, they. So, I think uh, Jade actually said a few words, also. Yeah, Charlotte's like, nice to meet you. Jade's like, my pleasure, and Charlotte says, oh, it will be, and so it's a little tease there. Uh, but yeah, that's fun. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we'll see them fight at some point in the future. But uh, yeah, either way though, they're you know they're building up the hype, making you really want to see Jade in her first. <coughs> still think really big deal. Do we still think that in-ring debut is going to be the Rumble, or do we think we're pushing it before? I think it'll be before. Yeah, I don't think they can drag this out that long. Yeah, good point. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I think she'll be undefeated going into the Rumble and be one of the top contenders in that thing. Yeah, she has to be. I mean, I think they're, I mean, we'll just book her the same way we did on Rampage, right? Just have her win everything <laughs> always, quickly. Yeah, just against better opponents, hopefully. Less yeah. two-minute matches. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Anyways, Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso, uh, defending their newly won tag titles against Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. Uh, their second defense already, less than a week after winning the belts. Wow, well, that's what but. you, when you're playing double duty, you kind of have to. Yeah, so anyways, match was solid. The heels build up the heat. Cody gets the hot tag. Uh, him and Jay hit the 1D Cody cutter, which I'm still asking. Just use that as the finisher because it's such a cool move. But Cody has to pick up theory, hit the crossroads after to get the pinball. Yeah, it's, it, shouldn't be about the, it shouldn't be about the individual. It should be about no, the team. Exactly. You got a cool tag team finishing move. Just let it finish the job. Makes but. sense. Anyways, oh, well. they retain. They walk up the ramp. The bloodline comes out. Roman stares Cody down. As we were talking earlier, the unfinished business there. 
WrestleMania Part 2 coming up this year. Probably. Yeah, probably. Roman wins. Let's go. <laughs> no. Please, no. But I don't know. Either way, let's go to the main event. We got Solo Sokoa taking on LA Knight. So Knight, once again, getting that main event spot. and Set up for uh, the same thing at Crown Jewel. and Well-deserved, though. As they've been saying, he's the hottest act in the company right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, yeah, match was fine. Crowd loves everything Knight does. Uh, so, anyways, Solo with the big hip attack. Knight hits a bulldog off the top rope. Uh, Knight hits the people's elbow. Jimmy Uso comes running out. So then John Cena comes out, takes care of him. Hits Jimmy with the AA. Solo grabs Cena, hits him with a Samoan spike, but then Knight grabs Solo, hits the BFT, gets the one, two, three. So big win for LA Knight. Uh, I think only the second or third person still to uh, defeat Solo. It's a it's person. a small it's a short list. It really is a short list. Yeah. I mean, I think he's been. So I nice. think at this point he's been pinned more times than he, words he has said. <laughs> Pretty close. It's got to be pretty close. Uh, either way, nice main event win for LA Knight. Roman Reigns pops up at the end, hits him with a spear. So the Tribal Chief stands tall. Uh, but yeah, either way, big, big things for LA Knight, even just getting the challenge for that title. At yeah, Central. it's big moment. Overall, overall, a great season premiere from the blue brand here, I think. You know, new feuds, new stars. Uh, rivalries that are continuing. Nick Aldis. Yeah, yeah, felt like a fun episode. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. It was. A, it was a little bit of everything. I think we're looking good for Survivor Series, and then into the new year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess they don't have a December pay per view, do they? Uh, not that. Or probably I know an XT of. one or something. I don't know. Yeah, I bet it's going to be. Oh, wait, yeah, they have that uh, roadblock. No, out of um, the one. Yeah, with Deadline? the survive with the Iron Man Survivor Challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll have that. Yeah, we'll have least. that. We'll have that in December. All right. That's that good. was your SmackDown. So let's hop on over to Saturday night. It's all right for fighting. We got AEW Collision. Kicking things off. Adam Copeland comes out. Talking about Christian. So Christian comes out. He's got Luchasaurus and a whole team of security. Yeah, a whole five security guards. <laughs> he says, this is for you, Adam, for your protection. So uh, I can go get ready for my TNT title match in the main event later. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club has been removed from the building to keep that match fair. Brian Danielson comes out because he's the one challenging for the title. He wants a fair fight, too. So Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne are also banned from ringside. And then Ricky Starks and Big Bill come out, start mocking everyone in the ring. Copeland and him go back and forth. Copeland calls Starks a vanilla midget version of The Rock. Starks says, that really set me over the edge. And so, yeah, a couple jabs at each other. Copeland's just like, oh, come on, dude. Uh, <laughs> anyways, FTR come out. They want their tag titles back. So big brawler ups. Baby faces clear the ring. Stand tall. Uh, pretty simple. Pretty simple here. I mean, I think uh, Copeland Cage at full gear feels like it could be main event <clears throat> level. Like, do we do we do the pay-per-view right off the bat? I'm oh, sorry. Do we do the uh, match right off the bat? 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if the if Christian's gonna drag it out. But well, I mean, drag it out to November. It'd really only be like drag it out another month, like you know, another three, yeah. three, four shows. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it would be the main event though. Either way, but yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah. It's like on paper that is a main event, you know, thing. Um, it is really hard to say. Yeah. Well, this time the the AEW World Title will be defended, so I think that probably closes. The show. <laughs> yeah, because it's actually there. Yeah, it's been like two months, so good point. Anyways, that was your opening segment. <clears throat> Let's go to Samoa Joe defending the Ring of Honor TV Title against Willie Mack. Uh, so just two big dudes going at it. Samoa Joe apparently twenty days away from setting the all-time record of longest TV title. Uh, yes, the Ring of uh, Honor TV World TV Championship. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, anyways, uh, big man Willie, he hits a big plancha to the floor, and then later he grabs Joe for a double titty twister, just squeezing those nips. <laughs> uh, squeezing the nips. Yeah, it's legal. Uh, but then Joe hits Willie with a big power slam, nearly slams his head onto the mat, but. Uh, Willie fights back, hits a stunner, climbs to the top rope, but then Joe runs over, picks him up, hits the muscle buster to get the win, retain the belt. Yeah, as he should. I think, like you said, we're going towards this uh, this crazy long reign that you said, you know, so we might as well break it at this point. Yeah, exactly. I can't even remember when or who he won that Ring of Honor title. God. Um, yeah. Just because. Who cares? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> no offense, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's hard to do it Anyways. all. Yeah. Backstage, CJ Perry still pitching, looking for some new clients. Action Andretti walks up. Would love to have her services, but, uh, you know, I think she can do better. And so does Miro. As later on, he beats up Andretti. So, just yeah. get together, guys. Come on. Kiss. Yeah, kiss. Do it. <laughs> kiss. Yeah. I mean, Miro, you ain't doing shit anyways. Yeah. Has, when, I wonder when the last match he had was. Well, he had that fun one on uh, Wrestle Dream, the meat. The meat yes, okay. Yeah, meat he was meat slapping. I wonder when the last time. I mean, it's certainly well, been That was pretty time. much it for like. And I mean, like, he's done. A, he did a few of the collisions. Yeah couple but uh yeah it's really been Off, I think I saw yeah he's hot, wrestled cold. like eight matches in the last two years i think wow so i mean friggin sting and roman reigns defends the title more than you even wrestle so. <laughs> yeah yeah sting is out there yeah then we got a little halloween three parody promoting the return of Danhausen. Oh. he's been out. Yeah, I don't know if you caught that reference. It's, with an injury of some kind? Yeah, he's been out with a torn pec, so he's been gone Ooh. for like almost a year now. But, uh, Yikes. He'll be back. I, forget, I, kinda I, forgot, like I kind of forgot about him, I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he doesn't win a lot of matches. He's just kind of a goofy. Yeah, goofy he's just kind of there. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, next match, Juice Robinson taking on Christopher Daniels. Uh, the other Bullet Club gold members interfering behind the ref's back. Uh, juice hits the juices loose to get the win. And then uh, White gets down on a knee to present Juice with a ring. He puts it on, punches Daniels. 
So just all hyping up the Dynamite Diamond Ring matches for the next week. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was the purpose of that. And really just hyping up that um, the Bullet Club Gold is uh, is an important faction here. Uh, on Collision, yeah. on Dynamite, here in professional wrestling, like even even their uh, even the second guy can get can get something, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean they really seem like they've been the uh, kind of the faction that runs Collision. It feels like they are, and you know it's cool to see really something have. with that Bullet Club ped- pedigree. Yeah, I'm sure they sell a lot of T-shirts. Oh, uh, it's all about selling shirts, baby. <laughs> Next, we got Kyle Fletcher taking on the big man Boulder, and Fletcher been looking pretty good. He's been doing a lot of singles matches and tag matches, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, getting a lot of airtime. Uh, Boulder climbs up the ropes. Fletcher runs in, hits him with a big power bomb, and then he gets Boulder and the Dragon Sleeper makes him tap out. So Fletcher picks up the win. A good little string of wins for a guy like this. Like you, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's been uh, been looking good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we got the TBS title on the line. Chris Statlander defending against Sky Blue. And Blue looking more corrupted uh, as the weeks go by after getting that black mist. Has there ever been, a, f- has there ever been a faction with two women? <laughs> like, uh, I, I mean, a, sure lot of faction ha- a lot of factions have, you know, like a Judgment Day type thing or... Um, yeah. And I hate to say it because b- besides retribution, I can't think of a single man lady faction that has two women. Uh, well, there's that metaphor in NXT, but the, they're awful. Who are they? The Noam Dar group. Oh, no, I don't Noam count. Dar, no, they don't count. Jakara no. Jackson and Lash and Legend. Lash Ledge, no, they don't I mean, count. they suck, but they technically count. I'm not. No, not for this show. <laughs> Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, we'd have to look into the history books a little bit. I mean, unless you count all women groups, then there's Damage Control and the Nightmare Fact family or whatever they yeah. are, collective. Uh, anyways, Sky Blue, she's corrupt. She's not smiling at all. Her eyes are get, being surrounded by that black paint, so it's taking over. Uh, and shows in her ring style, too. She's more aggressive and you know, puts up a real good fight. Hits a modified Michinoku driver for a near fall. Big tornado DDT and a power bomb, but Statlander fights back. Hits the Saturday Night Fever to get the win and retain. Uh, Statlander goes to help up Sky after the match, but Willow Nightingale runs out, backs Statlander off, and helps Sky up herself because Willow was also sprayed by that black mist a couple weeks back, so. Maybe Ju- the two of them are turning evil together. Maybe Julia Hart's going to have her own little Bla- <laughs> uh, House of Black faction. Mm-hmm. Like a subdivision of the... Exactly, like, like Bullet Club Gold from Bullet Club. <laughs> yeah, that could be something. It's the start of an international uh, trend, tr- craze. <laughs> uh, we got Keith Lee taking on Turbo Floyd... Oh, uh, some jobber with straight up Hulk Hogan hair. Like flat out. Like there's like three <laughs> things. Like there's like one of the most arguably like the most recognizable looks in professional wrestling. Like from like a <laughs> yeah. non-wrestling fan kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, even just in general, you don't see too many of the 
the blonde skullet. <laughs> like if you're doing only one, one person, person has ever done the blonde skullet. Yeah, so an interesting choice, but I guess it's the only thing that I remember about him. So yeah, point. Whatever, because he didn't do much here. Lee just dominates, hits the spirit bomb, gets the win. <laughs> Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird name. Weird name. But anyways. Let's get to the main event. Big matchup. Christian Cage defending that TNT title against Brian Danielson. And they gave it the respect. They went over 25 minutes. Just a real competitive match between two legends of the business. And I mean, uh, yeah, as you get with every Brian match, it's a lot of good technical wrestling, lots of submissions. Brian's got about a thousand different holds in his arsenal. So, a thousand and every one. Match I, I, I think a thousand and one, actually. <laughs> a thousand and two maybe just to beat everyone <laughs> beat jericho yeah but uh christian of course fighting dirty he's poking the eyes he's going after that recently broken arm and uh that's pretty much the story of the match christian hits a big frog splash goes for a spear brian counters with a kick to the head starts stomping away on christian's head goes for the busaiko knee but christian counters with a spear and then he hits the kill switch but brian kicks out so the crowd's going nuts, chanting, this is awesome. Christian goes for another spear. Brian avoids it. Hits the Bo-Psycho knee. Makes the cover. But Christian kicks out at 2.9. So Brian applies the LaBelle lock. But Christian manages to get a foot on the rope. So Brian puts it on again. But then Big Bill jump runs out. He jumps on the apron, distracts the ref. Ricky Starks smacks Brian in the head with his tag title. Christian makes the cover just as the ref turns around and counts the three. So Christian retains his title with big help from Ricky and Bill. From the tag champs. Don't don't uh, sell them under. <laughs> the tag champs. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. This looks like uh, a new faction forming here between them and Nick Wayne. The Luchasaurus. Cr- that could be a power group. Christian, Nick Wayne, Luchasaurus, Big Bill, Ricky Starks. Yeah. I mean, they got three titles between them, so that's that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good place to start for these guys. So, Anyways, afterwards, they all jump Brian. Uh, FTR run out to help, followed by Adam Copeland. So once again, the baby faces clear the ring, stand tall to end the show. Yep, looking like uh, I've heard um, rated FTR. (laughs) Yeah, that could work. FTR is always throwing themselves into other uh, single... Letter mono lettered Combining. things, yeah. So it, yeah. it seems on brand for them, and I think ra- the rated R rated CF, fuck, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, rated FTR. Yeah, I think I think it's a good yeah. one. It's got a good ring to it. Yeah, not bad. And uh, also, not a um, not a bad episode of Collision either. Like you said, I think that Danielson match at the end, a, a great Danielson match, is going to tip any scales yeah. on any day. I mean, it's too bad though that now he's like zero and four in title matches. Now. Re- yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, he's literally never won a <laughs> single title match he's ever had. He never wins any big match. He wins like on TV and stuff, but then yeah. when it comes to the main events or the pay per views, he doesn't win. Which I wonder if he'll ever I mean, win. Come here. on, I wonder if he'll ever win here in AW. It gets to the point where you, you being selfless ends up being selfish because you're not giving the fans what they want. Uh, I, I wonder. See you win some gold. I wonder. But anyways. Still one of the best of all time. So, with that, let's hop over 
through the weekend over to Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw! Uh, this is also Monday Night Raw season premiere, so uh, let <laughs> let's just remember that. So, what better way to yep. kick, what better way to kick off Monday Night Raw with um, somebody um, solidifying himself to be a part of the roster here, Sami Zayn? Uh, address it quickly. Addressing I mean, the elephant in the room, obviously, you know uh, Kevin Owens is over here, over at Raw, a deal. So that's all. That's all good. You know, but uh, I still yeah. I still fear weary about Anuso. Uh, yeah. So yeah, obviously he's got mixed emotions about Owens leaving, but he still wants to prove he's world championship caliber. And uh, yeah, that's when Judgment Day interrupt. They put themselves over. Rhea says Sammy's all alone now, looking lost. Back in the day, he would have been the perfect recruit recruit for a judgment day but now they just want to get rid of him so judgment day surround the ring but jay uso runs out with two chairs gives ones to sammy and they just stand their ground judgment day back off yeah back off a little bit sammy Zayn uh has has room to be one of the top baby faces here he's already kind of flirting with cody and jay anyways uh so why not jump on the band yeah later? yeah those really are the top three mm-hmm Top three, uh, yeah, here on Raw. Because both right. Seth and Drew are kind of like tweeners right now. Yeah. Seth, yeah, the crowd loves him, but he still acts like a bit of a dick. Yeah, like they're getting so. cheered. Like they're, <laughs> they're getting cheered because we like them, not because they're, they're baby faces. Yeah, they're not noble. And, exactly. Uh, yeah. and, and righteous and all that is good. <laughs> uh, let's go to our first match. Ricochet taking on Shinsuke Nakamura in a Falls Count Anywhere match. So right off the bat, Ricochet flips to the floor and they're brawling all around the ringside. They go backstage into the gorilla position briefly and then back out onto the stage. Up into the crowd, Ricochet climbs up the stairs, stands on top of a balcony. Fan helps him get his balance up there. Uh, And then Ricochet jumps off the balcony with a huge shooting star press onto the floor, onto Nakamura. Just a crazy bump to just give away here on television. And for free. Well, I mean, fa- falls do count anywhere, so I guess, Yeah. you know, it should have been known for us. The fall could have happened anywhere. Yeah, but uh, hell of a good, crazy spot there. Uh, they fight their way back to the ring. Nakamura pulls out two nunchucks, starts beating Ricochet with them, and this guy's got skills. He was flipping them, posing, like, whoosh, whoosh. he knows all the moves. Oh, he's, he's, tra- he, he's chucked. He's chucked before. He's chucked. <laughs> uh, then once again, he hits uh, GTS for a near fall. Uh, Ricochet hits a springboard 450 for his own near fall. And then we get a table set up on the floor. Ricochet climbs up the turnbuckle, but Nakamura kicks him off. Ricochet falls through the table on the floor. Then Nakamura runs in, hits a Kinsasha, makes the cover, gets the three. So Nakamura with the win. So uh, at least he, at least like not like uh, and like Brian Danielson, Nakamura can get the win on TV, but not when it counts. Uh, yeah, really, seems to be how it goes. Yeah, but, yeah. 
Next match, Piper Niven taking on Natalia. Uh, Natty putting up a good fight. She goes for the sharpshooter, but then Chelsea Green jumps on the apron. Piper kicks Natty off into Chelsea. Uh, and then she slams Natty down, hits the basement crossbody. Get the pinfall, so Piper Niven wins. And then her and Chelsea beat up Natalia some more until Tegan Knox runs out to make the save. Thank God Tegan Knox is here to make the save. Piper Niven. <laughs> back uh back uh on our regular scheduled programming. I think we saw her last month and now we're seeing her this month. And I think we saw her yeah. once once the month before that. So I think that's you know, three times in three months. That's that's progress. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hopefully we can get these tag titles going again. She seems you know, perfect like for the tag division. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Anyways, Seth Rollins coming out next. Wearing these sunglasses that look like a disc drive or something. I don't I don't I don't know what he does anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, great fashion. But uh, anyways, talks about his next world challenger. Drew McIntyre calls him out. So Drew comes out to respond. Seth asks, why didn't you help me the other week when I got jumped by Judgment Day? Drew just says everyone handles their own business. And, uh, but then Seth's got some secret footage from last week. Where during an interview in the background, you can see Rhea Ripley and Drew having a conversation. Uh, so Drew says, you know, I'm not a thirsty creep. She came to me. And anyways, they jaw back and forth. Just hyping up their match for Crown Jewel. And that's about it. Yeah. Rhea Ripley is the leader of the Judgment Day here. So it really makes sense that she should be the one uh, talking to the other movers and shakers here in the division. Yeah. I mean, Drew, he's, yeah, we don't know where he stands, so. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, another tweener, like, another tweener, like we said. We When we have this heavyweight match coming, well, tweener <laughs> Tweener versus tweener. Yeah, tweener versus tweener. Yeah. Ludwig Kaiser taking on Johnny Gargano in a good little match. Gargano hits the Willow's Bell DDT, spikes Kaiser down, then he hits the one final beat. Makes the cover, but then Giovanni Vinci on the outside runs up, pokes Johnny in the eyes to break out the pin. <laughs> Ref didn't see it, so Gargano's pissed. He goes out, beats up Vinci, gets back in the ring. Kaiser runs up, hits a wicked Insiguri kick, and then the hammerlock DDT to get the win. Ah, Gargano. It's too bad. Too bad. Mauled with a couple injuries, and now some television time and a couple losses. We're hanging. Well, he's hanging around Champa, though. Yeah, I mean, we had the reunion. We're now yeah. let's get them into. They're some they're hanging just... around each other. I think they're doing the right thing. So. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the uh, the way the family backstage, we got Candice LeRae. Indy Hartwell confronts Becky Lynch. Indy says, "Becky, you want to be a fighting champion? Why don't you defend your belt against me, the woman that never lost the NXT title?" Becky says she wanted a chance to fight you, and uh, she'll go talk to Adam Pearson. She walks off, runs into Rhea Ripley. They have a quick little stare down, little tease for what I think. Will be now I think that now it's it, it, it funny you say that because I think was that the first time <laughs> that these two have seen each other? Yeah, I think 
the first time they've crossed paths, which because you, know, you, you saving it. Yeah, you, and you you were very perceptive of that early on. That oh shit, they're not getting anywhere yeah. near each other. No, I think they know this is the biggest match they can do for that title, and what better place than WrestleMania this year? Yeah, possibly even main eventing night one. Wow. After that five star match we had had last year, why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, so anyways, fun little tease, but Rhea's got business to take care of. She takes on Shayna Baszler. Uh, so they're just trading some stiff shots in this match. Big kicks. Shayna with that crazy knee to the face. Uh, Rhea goes for the riptide. Shayna counters it into an armbar. But Rhea's able to stand up, turn that into a powerbomb. And that's when Nia Jax storms down to the ring, but Raquel Rodriguez comes out, intercepts her, and then Zoe Stark comes flying in. Uh, so everyone's just brawling. Uh, and then Zoe gets in the ring, decides to kick Rhea in the head, so that's the DQ. And uh, Rhea sees Nia. Anyways, everyone just keeps fighting. Um, eventually, Zoe Stark, though, of all people, is the one to, who stands tall. Who stands tall. Yeah. Hmm. I guess... Yeah, I think, yeah, they said something. I think this will lead to like a fatal four way or at Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel, maybe yeah, so. maybe, <clears throat> which is yeah, we, we let's throw as many women as we can into the match. I think we did that. Well, I think the last time we did a chamber, last Crown Jewel, I think, or no, yeah, we've uh, we've had we've had a multi woman match before in Saudi. Yeah, Definitely. we have. Um, so yeah, anyways, yeah, Rhea storms into Pierce's office later and he does book that match. Fatal five way at Crown Jewel. Fantastic. So. Five way. Yeah. Uh Becky Lynch talks to Pierce. He makes the title match against Indy Hartwell official for next week, and then Zia Lee comes in. She wants her shot. Becky says, get in line. Zia leaves. And then Jade Cargill appears. Shows he's she's completed the Grand Slam. She's appeared on every show now. Uh, and is yeah, that just like, is that the grand slam? Is that the new grand slam? <laughs> I mean, just for appearing. Good point. Uh, but yeah, she got a big pop. Introduces herself to Becky. Says, "Looks like you got another challenger." And uh, yeah, Pierce welcomes Jade to Raw. But does that mean she's part of the roster? We still don't know what show she's going to end up on. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he did say welcome to Raw. I'm sure both rosters would want her, but she's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll find a landing spot. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyways, let's get to Gunther defending his Intercontinental title against Bronson Reed. Just a big hard-hitting match as you'd expect here. Gunther chopping the shit out of Bronson. Uh, but Bronson, he can dish it out too. Some big moves. Uh, body drop on the apron, diving clothesline off the apron, and then a big Death Valley driver, nearly putting Gunther on his head. Then uh, they both climb to their top rope. Bronson hits a massive superplex, makes the cover, gets a big two count. So he climbs up the ropes again, goes for the tsunami. Gunther avoids it, clotheslines Bronson, and then he hits the big splash off the top rope, but Reed kicks out of that. So we're getting pretty hot now. The crowd's loving it. Gunther hits a super impressive powerbomb. Tremendous strength. Lifting Bronson. Slamming him down. 
And that gets the pinfall. Gunther retains the title. Good match. Yeah, great match. Beef slapping. Two of, two, two of the most athletic big men you'll hear on the roster. I love to see Ivar added to this. Uh, th <laughs> the, the, throw him into a match. Throw these three guys. Yeah, him getting a shot at Gunther. That'd be a, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, hey, I feel like it's uh, it could it could be on the radar, really. Yeah, no, they've been building him up a bit in singles competition. Mm -hmm. uh, but let's go to the main event. We've got another title match. Undisputed tag titles on the line. Cody and Jay Uso in a rematch defending against Judgment Day. Uh, so the crowd's hot for the champs. Fast-paced match. Uh, Cody with a disaster kick on Priest, but he kicks out. That's when Dominic runs out, causes a distraction. Uh, Cody hits the crossroads, but Dominic puts Priest's foot on the rope to break the pin. And then uh, later on, Cody hits a pedigree. And then Jody and uh, Jay and Cody hit the 1D Cody cutter, but Balor kicks out. So the one time they do go for the pin, he kicks out. So maybe they, I don't know. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe that's why he never went for the pin. <laughs> Priest hits South of Heaven to Cody on the apron. Dominic jumps up again, so Sami Zayn comes running out to take care of him. And then on the other side of the ring, Priest picks up Cody, hits the Razor's Edge through the announce table. So Cody is out. Back in the ring, Finn goes for coup de gras, but Jay avoids. Hits a spear, and that's when Priest jumps in. He gets speared as well. Jay goes for the Uso splash, but then Jimmy Uso runs out, super kicks Jay. The ref didn't see it, which allows Finn to hit the coup de gras, get the three count. So Balor and Priest, once again, the undisputed tag champ. Right back to him. That was what, two weeks maybe? Like 10 days. 10 Saturday days? Saturday through the following Monday. Jeez. So, yeah. That was quick. That, yeah. was, that was surprising for sure. I mean, yeah, especially in the Triple H era where we've gotten many long title reigns. This was... Certainly a surprise, but you know it's fun once in a while to hot potato the belt a little yeah, bit. Yeah, this might have been the fastest title reign we've had in. Besides, besides like a, the cash in on uh, Bianca Belair, like besides that. Yeah, other than that, yeah, um, I think you're right. Austin Theory had it for a fucking long time. Yeah, Dominic lost it and got it back, but his was like a month at least, I think. Yeah, very quick, very quick, very surprising. But, yeah, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, Jimmy Uso ends up being the difference, so this bloodline Judgment Day alliance kind of still going strong, I guess. Because, see, here we were thinking that the Judgment Day would see the, the, the disbanding of the bloodline and say to themselves, well, we are now the faction of the year. <laughs> Um, and the, uh, you know, I, I thought I thought they would have seized that opportunity and really thought that they could separate themselves, but no. I mean, it paid off here, though. So yeah, I guess it paid off here. Uh, I guess in that case, because they yeah. did get it back, <laughs> they hold all the gold. As we go off the air, Mike, that's probably about time for us to take a break. Yeah, let's do that. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We have all the action over here on NXT. Of course, we're talking Dynamite, so you're not, you're going to want to stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Butter, butter. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Butter, butter. Yeah. Back here with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking out through the break. 
the weekly wrestling actually continues here on the Shoot Brothers uh, with our edition this week of NXT. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. So hot off of uh, the show of the century. Some are calling it. I've heard. I've heard some people calling it that, Mike. Uh, sure. Yeah. It was a big. Um, of course. Yeah. Yeah. We had. We had the big dong. We had Cena. We had Cody Rhodes. Uh, but we also have Halloween Havoc on on the horizon. Yeah. Two parter starting next week. So kind of just a normal episode here. Yeah. Uh. But we're starting off with the Bada Bing Bada Boom Battle Royal, Tag Team Battle Royal. Uh, except for when we get to the final two teams, then it just turns into a standard tag match with the winner becoming the new number one contenders for those tag titles. Yep, for uh, and the uh, this whole time the family was looking on was looking on from like a corner booth. Uh, on the balcony. On yeah. the balcony there. They were eating their pasta pizzoul and their yeah, nice plate of spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the red and white checkerboard tablecloth. It, it looked all looked very classy. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, standard battle royal. You know how it works. We get a big mass of eliminations. Uh, eventually, we get to the final three teams. You got Chase, you the Creed brothers, Angel Garza, and Umberto Carrillo. Uh, Carrillo gets thrown to the floor, but the refs are busy dealing with other guys, so he just sneaks right back in and. Then him and Angel toss the Creeds to the floor. They get eliminated, which means our final two teams uh, jump into a tag match. So we got Chase U versus Angel and Garza, or Angel and Umberto. <clears throat> this the slash uh, the Slash Brothers. What do we call them now? The Slash Brothers. Yeah, why not? Sure. Scratch Brothers. Scratch Brothers. Slash yeah, brothers. I like that. <laughs> uh, but then in the middle of it, Thea Hale, J.C. Jane come out cheerleaders they're dressed up as cheerleaders for chase you they're even wearing red instead of their black so uh they've come around a little bit uh, yeah crowd loves it they're always rooting for chase you i mean i feel like chase you has fans every week yeah they've got a whole section uh so andre tags in hits a big hurricane run off the apron big crossbody back in the ring on the floor, Garza throws Duke into the stairs and then DDTs him on the floor. Uh, Carrillo hits a big set-out powerbomb, but Andre kicks out. That's when the Creeds come running back out to yell at the ref. Still pissed about being cheated in the Battle Royal. This distracts the ref. Creed yanks Carrillo off the apron as Andre rolls up Garza. The ref turns around, counts the three, so Chase, you have won a tag title shot. They earn an opportunity here at the Havoc. <laughs> well deserved. I think the fans have been wanting to see them in a uh, in a position like this. Yeah, I mean the fans want to see them win the gold, but Tony and Stax haven't had it that long. But I mean, you never know. You never know. I mean, yeah, yeah we've seen Chase, you, we've they, seen a short we've seen a short reign. Now we're gonna see a bunch of them. That <laughs> could be. Uh, we got another vignette for Lexus King, the former Brian Pillman Jr. Man, I was thinking officially... about that. I was thinking about that name earlier on in the week, just kind of like out and about. Like, why not Lexus Pillman? Yeah, or Brian King. 
Or, I don't know, you know. Like, yeah, the combination of Lexus and King. I don't know what it is, but like phonetically coming out. Like, maybe it's the King. Yeah. Why not? I mean, just... they're acknowledging that he and is. And also, Brian like, why does Cody along? get to be Cody? Jade get to be Jade, but Brian Pillman Jr. has to be Lexus King. Like, where's the fucking yeah. consistency there? I don't know. It's. I mean, it's not like they couldn't do Brian Pillman Jr. I just, I guess, they don't want him. Even though that's half of his gimmick. His whole gimmick is Brian Pillman's my dad. (laughs) Maybe that's what he wants to step away from. Yeah, good Uh, point. But still, like, has he improved? Uh, We all know who you are. Has he improved so much in the ring in the last... uh, Probably not. You know, like six months that (laughs) we're like, holy shit, you're a new person now. Yeah. No, I mean, my hopes aren't that high for him. I think he'll just kind of be... Mid Carter, you'll just kind of be, uh, yeah, exactly. But we'll get his debut at Halloween Havoc, so we'll at see. Least, yeah, we'll okay. See if he's see if he's learned a new trick or two. Something to be excited for. Yeah, we'll judge him then. But Carmelo Hayes coming out for a promo talks about what a big week he had last week, sharing the ring with John Cena and the Undertaker, and then Baron Corbin interrupts, says, "If you focus more on being a superstar instead of a fan." Maybe you'd still be champion. And then Dijak comes out. He says, hey, boys, I'm the next NXT champion. So the three of them argue. Ilya Dragunov appears on the screen, says he's going to be watching tonight as they have a triple threat match to determine who will face Dragunov for the title at Halloween Havoc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not all, because last week, right before Cody left, when he was still general manager for the night, he made one last decision that tonight's main event will actually be a fatal four-way. So Trick Williams will be added to this number one contenders match. Uh, And then everyone gets in a brawl. At the end, Carmelo teases like he might attack Trick, but he doesn't. Yeah, I wonder why why Trick got added. I I thought there was other kind of talent at the top of the roster, but hey. It'll play out later tonight. We'll see. Yep. But let's go to this NXT Women's Breakout Tournament first round match. We got Carmen Petrovich taking on Jada Parker. So two fresh faces here looking to make a bit of a name. And uh, Parker, I thought, was looking good. Some hard-hitting moves. And Petrovich fights back, hits a butterfly kick, and then applies the Code of Silence to get the tap-out win. Yeah, it was cool. You know, do your thing. Do your thing. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you later. Yeah, they're still very, very green. But, uh, very. you know, you got to start. You know, Sol Ruka, Tiffany Stratton, they all came up through this breakout tournament. So, yep. see see where you are in a year, mm-hmm. kid. Exactly. Yeah, let, let's <laughs> get get a few episodes of dark under your skin and then we'll, uh, then we'll see you. Yeah, level up. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it. Yes. Uh... Next match, we got Tegan Knox taking on Lyra Valkyria. Natalia's in Tegan's corner. Uh, Lyra, they're building her up. She's looking good. Big Northern Lights suplex with a bridge. Uh, Tegan follows up with a follow-away slam with a bridge of her own. And then Tegan hits the Molly go round. And then Piper, Niven, Chelsea Green come out to the ring. The crowd's chanting, Chelsea. They loved her here. For, uh, and, and she's not even an NXT alum. Um, I, I think I mean, she might have been there for like a week and okay. broke her wrist or something. Oh, sure. well, that's anyways, either right. way, 
they yeah they appreciate her character work she's done since coming back the karen of wwe as some call her but yeah anyways back in the ring lyra hits a big roundhouse kick gets the win tegan and natty are pissed off they brawl with piper and chelsea lyra grabs the mic says nothing comes between me and a title match against becky becky appears on the screen says she's been keeping an eye on lyra for years now she's grown a lot these past few months so you want to match with me then welcome to the big time we'll See you at Halloween Havoc. Big time Bex. And Bex T. And Bex T, the man. How many Among more shirts can we make? Yeah. The last kicker. Uh, Irish last kicker. Becky two belts. Becky two belts. What else do we Becky got? Becky Balboa. Becky Balboa. <laughs> Crap. Uh, but uh, anyways, so that's set for that. Uh, we get an update on... Von Wagner, you may remember a month ago when Corbin literally crushed his skull in. No, uh, Braun Breaker. Steps. Braun Breaker. Or, or uh, yeah, sorry, Braun Breaker crushed his skull. Uh, so much so that so, it bro- that it broke the camera feed. Yeah, it was just too violent, too graphic to show on television. And, uh, you know, he's already got a steel plate in there from all that stuff when he was a kid. So yeah. we just see him going through physical therapy. He's getting discouraged, but good guy. Robert Stone's there to kind of give him a pep talk he needs. Yeah. Because, yeah, he was on that little baby face tour for a little bit there. Remember? Yeah. Well, he still is, I guess. Just yeah. in uh, this little injury angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, let's go to our next match. Kiana James taking on Shotzi. Another NXT alum. Crowd's rooting for Shotzi. She hits a nice DDT onto the apron and then a big suicide dive. So Kiana, getting desperate, goes for her loaded purse. But then Roxanne Perez shows up, takes a brick out of the purse. <coughs> so now we know what's in there, but there's still more more bricks inside. Kiana takes the bag. Referee's dealing with Roxanne as Shanti takes the bag from Kiana, smacks her in the head with it, uh, tosses it at Kiana. She catches it. Shanti falls down, pretends to be hit. Ref turns, sees this, takes the bag away. Shotzi hits the top rope senton to get the win. Now, is this the way of getting Shotzi onto the show so she can spin the wheel and make the deal? Uh, like, I guess you know, so, yeah. kind of like in, already... in, the, in the little bit of the warm up. Yeah, they've already announced she will be the host once again. So, oh, okay, they they, they said that already. Line. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she said it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, we go backstage. Trick Williams has been beaten up, assaulted, and he's down on the ground. Carmelo's yelling for help. And we get an update later. Trick, he's gone to the hospital. He will not be competing in this main event after all. Damn. Got my but, hopes uh, up. I know, but, I mean, you said they didn't even replace him, though. You know, they could have thrown in a new guy. Yeah, like, what was the uh, point of even know. doing it in the first place? Yeah. Makes you wonder. <laughs> Ooh, it makes me wonder, but let's go another breakout tournament match. Ariana Grace versus Brinley Reese. Uh, was supposed to be Jakari Jackson, but she's uh, out with injury. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ariana Grace also got this Miss New York look going on, a little beauty pageant thing with the sash. And, uh, oh, okay, I see something. what you're saying there. It's yeah, that's something, a beauty pageant gimmick. Have, yeah. uh, have we ever seen that before? Uh... 
Not off the top of my head. Not the actual beauty pageant thing. Yeah. So. Kind of cool. Uh, anyways, they go back and forth. Grace gouges Reese's eyes, and then she hits a cool move. It was like a a rock-bottom hip toss. I don't know what she calls it, but it gets her the win, big win, for Ariana advancing to the semifinals. The semifinals of the bracket. Gosh, I feel like it just started. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's only eight women in it. Good so point. Not a big tournament. Yeah. But let's go main event. We got that triple threat, number one contender match, Carmelo Hayes. Die Jack and Baron Corbin. Uh, but the crowd, right off the bat, they're chanting, We want trick. So he's done good, man. Whoop that trick. He's gotten himself over. He's got and when the man reasons. was unceremoniously taken out of the match. Yeah. So, I mean, he's over. He's just as over as Carmelo. So it's not lopsided there. Yeah. At least with this crowd. It's nice to hear. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, they have a good competitive match Jack just whips Carmelo across the ring like a toy uh Mello hits a cool springboard double DDT even Corbin with some rare high flying with a leaping clothesline off the second rope uh yeah Jack goes for a choke slam but Carmelo counters midair with a code breaker nice reversal there Corbin hits a big death valley driver on the floor Jack hits Corbin with a sit out choke slam so a bunch of big moves here. Uh, Jack with a huge big boot flips Carmelo all the way around. So the crowd's just loving this match, chanting NXT. Uh, we get the big Tower of Doom spot in the corner, suplex powerbomb. Uh, Jack just goes flying across the ring, almost lands on his head. Crowd chants, holy shit. Uh, Jack goes for his finisher, but Corbin counters, hits the end of days, but then Carmelo comes flying in with the nothing but net on Corbin, makes the cover, gets the three, so Carmelo Hayes wins the match, earns a title shot, Dragunov versus Carmelo, part three. At part three! Wow. Yeah, can't wait. That'll be, uh, that'll be another great match. Yeah. And as this was, this triple threat, this was a great main event. You know, it really was, yeah. I mean, adding a trick would have been you know, a bit more drama there. Carmelo Hayes knows how to play against larger dudes. And, uh, yeah. you know, maybe maybe next time for Jack. I mean, that's what we'll, feels like we'll always be, always be saying that with him. Yeah, too bad. But... Uh, that was not quite it, though. As we cut backstage, Lyra Valkyria has got a picture of her and Becky together on her locker. She tears it up, says, one week. That title's mine, and walks off. And then there was a TV in the background. Jade Cargill appears. <laughs> so now she's made then, the, uh, she's done the, 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 the she's a grand, triple threat, or triple crown champ. <laughs> in appearances, yeah. yeah. Well, plus the fast lane, that's why that is a grand slam. She's been on a pay-per-view. Wow, she's been on uh, a pay-per-view. But anyways, what she does, she holds up her wrist and then taps it like a watch. So teasing, it's almost time. Like time's up. For her up. official debut. Time. Yeah. So you would think, yeah, within the next couple of weeks, it's, I mean, maybe at Halloween Havoc? No. Um, no, not on NXT. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah, they, they, they do feel like they've been... Uh, beefing up NXT with main roster talent lately, I think in an effort just to kind of maybe move ratings just in general. 
Um, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they continue to do so. Yeah. Even if she debuts in NXT, it doesn't mean she's exactly like going to stay there for she a could, while. She could be one of those free agent types, right, who is able to, you know, where yeah. even like Cody Rhodes right now feels like a free agent kind of, um, even though he's not technically. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but that was it for NXT. That was the entirety of NXT. So let's move ourselves on over to the very next night. We're, ta- of course, talking AEW Dynamite. AEW, all elite, they coming for you, Vince, better watch out, it's too sweet. Kicking off this week uh, with Pento L Zero, um, making his entrance for uh, the opening match, taking on Jay White, Alex Abrahantes, of course, uh, by his side, but outnumbered by Jay White and the, the rest of the BC gold. <laughs> yeah, BCG. Uh Jay White still wearing that stolen world title from MJF. And my favorite part, they even added the belt to the cardboard cutout of White. He had the world title. Yeah, so that was like a new... Yeah, like that. (laughs) they had to print a new thing and... Yeah, that was funny. Uh, The match was good, fun, fast-paced. You know, Penta doing his big flips to the floor. We got some stiff chop exchanges. Uh, Penta hits a cool spinning Death Valley driver for a near fall. Jay White hits a big rock bottom. Penta hits Made in Japan, so we're just going crazy here. Penta goes for the fear factor, but that's when the guns jump up on the apron and distract the ref. Juice Robinson nails Penta in the face, which allows White to hit the Blade Runner and gets the pinfall win. Yeah. As he should, right? As we're building up to um, his match here at, or sorry, wow, the, the full gear match, which will be taken on MJF for that championship. Yeah, you definitely want him looking strong going into that. Uh, and and the Bullet Club Gold, he playing double duty here too, over on um, Dynamite and Collision. Busy men. Yeah, and they stick around after. Cut a quick promo. Uh, MJF appears on the screen, says he could run out there and go after all of them, but he's not that stupid, and talks about defending the Diamond Ring next week against the winner of the Battle Royal. Then the acclaimed and Billy Gunn come up, still offering MJF help. They want to, you know, join him in an eight-man tag against the Bullet Club Gold, but Max Caster coming on way too strong for MJF, scaring him off. <laughs> he's scaring him off. Yeah, he really is. He uh, he wants to be all sorts of friends and uh, maybe even a bit more sometimes, it's, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, definitely coming on strong, but we'll see what happens. <clears throat> but let's go to some women's action. Hikaru Shida taking on Emi Sakura in a non-title match, but a uh, good match. Crowd hot for Shida, of course, but Emi showing her strength. She lifts Sheeta upside down in a double underhook, holds her there forever. She just turns and faces each side of the crowd before finally finishing the move. And uh, I thought Emmy looking pretty good here against mm. the champ. You know, she was kind of a big part at the beginning of AEW, and then we kind of lost sight of her. And, yeah, I wonder if know. she's kind of, yeah, maybe one of, one of those uh, maybe slightly older performers who, you know, can come here, can put on a good match against... Whoever they're asked to do so against, maybe kind of go from there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, you know, so, she's uh, she's yeah. she's in her mid forties, but uh, you know, like we like we've alluded to earlier in the show, that's that's pro- that's the prime apparently. 
<laughs> nowadays. Nowadays. So, yeah. Emmy hits a big tiger driver, another near fall. She goes for the moonsault, but Sheeta avoids. Goes for the katana, but it looks like Emmy gets her hands up, kind of blocks it, because she kicked out at one. So, surely, uh, yeah, the commentary is like, yeah, it must have been blocked. Uh, so, Sheeta hits the falcon arrow. Emmy kicks out again. So, Sheeta hits the katana. This time, it's not blocked. And that gives Sheeta the three counts. But a uh, good match, though, for Emmy. I thought she looked really good bringing the fight to Sheeta. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, you know, it's, this is the one of the most decorated women in all of AW's history. The most decorated. You, you got to bring it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, now that she's ditched that Freddie Mercury cosplay, she's taken a bit more seriously, too. Nah, but I, lo- I love the idea. I love the spirit. I love the spirit. It was fun, it. but uh, yeah, you know. Anyways, we got a sit-down interview with Adam Copeland. He says he came to AEW to finish his career with Christian, but Cage wasn't down for that. But Adam says he won't fight him. He's not gonna fight Christian, so he doesn't know what he wants. But come on, we all know they're gonna fight. This is wrestling. This is wrestling. They're gonna do it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we get Wardlow taking on Ryan Nemeth. Wardlow hits a big power bomb, and Nemeth is out. The ref stops the match. A single power bomb was all that he needed. It destroys him. Apparently, apparently, um, he doesn't get paid by the hour because he just wanted to get fucking in and out of there. <laughs> yeah, but Tony Schiavone jumps in, says, "All right, big fella, what's uh, what are you after here?" And then Wardlow holds up his wrist. He's got MJF written on the wrist tape. And then Wardlow just brushes past Tony, knocks him over on his ass as he leaves. So There are eight there are eight here. dudes who want a piece of uh MJF right now. Yeah, they really are. The and, walls are closing in. And it's really got me to thinking. Um we 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 haven't had uh well of course there was the fatal four with the four pillars match here for this AEW championship. But I don't think there's been yeah. any other multi-man uh, matches for this AEW championship. I do wonder. <clears throat> there's a lot of men who have have claimed to at least, you know, want a bit of MJF. Yeah. No, I think just in general, in AEW history, I think there's been very few multi-man world Even Yeah, even like TV matches or some shit like that. Yeah, like they very rarely do triple threats and fatal four ways for never world title. But uh, either way, yeah, Wardlow though, I mean, uh, you know, I'm getting bored of these squashing. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've never really liked a squash match personally, but yeah, no progression. You know, it sounds like he's reverted to where he was two years ago. And yeah, uh, I guess maybe this is why they're revisiting that feud with MJF. Their history there, but now the roles are reversed. So, hmm. oh yeah, yeah, could be something. Di- they're different guys. Yeah, MJF's the baby face. Anyways, sticking with MJF, Kenny Omega gets interviewed backstage. MJF walks up, shakes his hand, but then goes in close and whispers, 13 days, bitch," and then leaves. Because of course, al- al- days, alluding to yeah, the amount of time <laughs> until MJF shatters that record uh, put forth by Kenny Omega. Yeah, longest reigning world champ of all time. Uh, I think it's uh, safe to say he's going to break it, but I think 
uh, between now and those 13 days, let's get Kenny Omega versus MJF. Wow. That's a hell of a match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to see. Just to see just to see it. I yeah. know it's short notice, but yeah, have Takeshita have Takeshita run in at the end and make the DQ or whatever, you know, like Yeah, or even the 30-minute draw. We can go back to that well. <laughs> I love I love AEW has played that card more than anybody and it's awesome. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But uh anyways, might not be anything. It was a little tease. Might have just been MJF rubbing it in. Uh but let's go over to Roderick Strong's house for some more silliness. Uh, him in the kingdom asking Adam Cole to make them all some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So we get a big slow mo compilation. Yeah, th- this uh, was another good one. Apparently, uh, <laughs> Adam Cole makes the best P- PB. Do you say peanut butter and jam or peanut butter and jelly? Which one? What do you say? Well, isn't there a difference between jam and jelly? I always kind of thought it was like an American, like napkin versus serviette. Like it, we're talking about the same thing. We're talking about the fruit. I think it, it's like it's fruit spread. It's, That's all it is. I think it's compare maple syrup to table to syrup. To table you know? syrup. Okay. Yeah. Like it's, real it's maple like the, syrup versus Aunt Jemima. It's the quality That's of the it's I the quality it. of the ingredients. Yeah, and there's a difference. Like real maple syrup's more thick than the Aunt Jemima. But 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 you no, know. but that being said, do you say when when you think PB and J, is that peanut butter and jam or peanut butter and jam? I jelly? think jam. I, am, I would too. say jam. Me too. But I don't even use jam, so. Yeah. Uh, anyways, though, he makes the sandwiches. Roddy takes a bite, spits it out. Adam! You know I hate crust. So, that's enough. Adam's had it. I've done everything I can to help you. Haven't been able to talk to Max barely at all for weeks. I need to get surgery. I'm done with this. He walks out. Roddy just keeps shouting, Adam! Uh... <laughs> Roddy finally says, though, I guess if I want to get my friend back, I'm going to have to be nice to that scumbag. So It's great to see that uh, both these guys keep getting used, of course. Uh, you know, both. Well, I mean, Roddy's perfectly fine. He's just doing this. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, I guess Roddy's fine. Yeah. But it's great to see Adam Cole, you know, but, still putting in that time. Uh, but yeah, that time taken away from MJF also. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, also, we haven't had any follow-up at all from that mysterious. Oh yeah, the the group. person whoever stole the the mask. Yeah, and I'll be honest, of, I'm looking yeah. for this to pan out because uh, best TV storyline uh, is looking for us, uh, you know, some late some late <laughs> season contenders. Yeah, well, best abandoned storyline is best abandoned well. storyline is also looking for something. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's enough time to say it's been abandoned, but... Yeah, it is. You know, if we go two or three months without seeing it, that's, uh, you know, who knows? <laughs> Good point. Uh, the Don Callis family comes out, and Callis hypes up the group, but he blames Kyle Fletcher for the only loss that they've had in four months. So Fletcher comes out, says he only did that match as a favor to Will Ospreay. Callis says, well, tonight you're fighting Kenny Omega. And if you win, uh, maybe we got a spot for you here in the fan. Kyle Fletcher getting another, yet another uh, massive opportunity in his very young singles career. <clears throat> yeah. So that's what we jump right into. Fletcher versus Omega. Good match. Good competitive match. Fletcher gets a lot of moves in. Uh, Kenny does his thing. Big moonsault to the floor. Fletcher with a big half and half suplex. Dumping Kenny on his head. 
then a big sheer drop brain buster for a near fall. And then a Michi Noku driver, another near fall. But then Kenny fights back, hits a power bomb, rolls Fletcher through right into a V trigger. But Kyle kicks out. So Kenny charges up, supercharges the V trigger, runs off the ropes, hits it so hard. Fletcher flips inside out. And then Kenny follows up with the one-winged angel, gets the win. Good match. Great match. There were a lot of opportunities here where Kyle Fletcher was trying to imitate that of uh, Kenny Omega. I bet this is a, you know, there will be a young crop of wrestlers we'll start seeing, especially here in AW, inspired (coughs) by the the likes of Kenny Omega, right? And I think uh, Kyle Fletcher's style kind uh, kind of mirrors that in many ways. I think he has yeah. a uh, he, yeah. you know he, he has a lot of great things about him. Very cool, very yeah, cool to see definitely. more exposure. Yeah, no, he's uh, you know he's a name. Six months ago, we didn't even know who he was, and now he's having these big matches on TV. Yep, and pay per views too. And pay per views. Yep. <clears throat> Next match, Lance Archer takes on Barrett Brown. Uh, Archer just beats him up on the way to the ring Choke slams him on the apron Throws him in the ring, bell rings Archer hits the blackout, gets the easy win Yeah, blackout easy win These are also typical uh, Lance Archer type matches Yeah So, nothing too exciting Nothing too exciting, no Tony Schiavone's back in the ring To interview Sting Uh, Sting comes out Just kind of goes over his history All the years, he's gone up and down the road the legends that have helped forge, forge his career. Guys like Lex Luger, Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan. Would you get some booze from the crowd? <laughs> and I Sting was like, I know, guys, I know. Now, did you know? But, did, uh, you, did you notice uh, when he said Hulk Hogan, the camera panned to like the one black guy in the crowd booing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Was he like, <laughs> he was not cheering. No, he was booing as he should. Uh, yeah. So, you should always boo. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Just kind of funny. No one should Sting ever cheer Hulk like, Hogan. Yeah. It was funny, though, just hearing Sting. It's like, I know, guys, but, you know, he was a big deal for me. <laughs> yeah, he was a big part of his Anyways. career. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so Sting says, yeah, man, the roar of the crowd, that's what keeps me coming back. But uh, we got to get to the big word. <clears throat> Retirement. Everyone's like, boo. Sting says his first match in AEW was Revolution 2021. And his last match will be Revolution 2024. This is the end for sure, guys. So, uh, he's so four or five months left. He's here until March, whatever. Then he's done. Wow. And just to say it just, just thusly, um, you can find online, there are all sorts of, uh, uh compilations of his work here. Um, you know, kind of like, you know, the best of staying here in, uh, all Elite Wrestling, it is fucking, the things that he's done here in these three years, the spot, Whoa. some of the spots, some of the... They were crazier than stuff he was doing when he was 30. And honestly, the co- the mix, the compilation of spots where uh, all these spots, where he does where it's like he takes a hit and there's like a Bucks, you know, there's like a Bucks super kick party and they both, you know, everyone else is going down around him and then he gets one and he kind of like leans back. <laughs> And then stands right back up and just, ah, and, yeah. and like the crowd, <laughs> you know, and we are fortunate enough, you know, that we were able to see Sting and, um, yeah, it's, it's the crowd. It's a real crowd reaction type, of bit every week. 
Yeah. I mean, the big question, you know, who's it going to be? And will he lose? Because, yeah, he is the only undefeated uh, superstar here in All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, so uh, does he go out that way? Does he end on a tag match with Darby? Does he go against Darby? Or who knows? Oh, wow, yeah. To, to never turn on Darby for the whole, his whole time? Yeah. Or for Darby to turn on him. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? We got a few months to figure that out. But... I'm sure it'll be a hot ticket. Yeah, for, uh, it'll be here, but it'll be here before we know it. Exactly. Yeah. We get a sit-down interview with Nick Wayne and his mother, who just very upset, doesn't understand why her son has become so evil. <laughs> Nick says Christian was a better father than my real dad ever was. Then Christian walks up, just puts his hand on Nick's shoulder, is like, "You ready to come home, son?" Uh, Mrs. Wayne is so upset. Slaps her son in the face. Wow. And Nick just tells his mom, you're dead to me, and leaves. Uh, they walk outside, but then they get jumped by Darby Allen, and they brawl all the way out to the stage. Somehow Nick got, like, his tooth busted. He was bleeding. Uh, yeah, there, someone, someone then, got bloodied up somehow. Yeah. Luchasaurus jumps in. Sting comes out. Uh, so Darby and Sting end up clearing the ring, standing tall. Yeah, I missed that one, but hey. Yeah, either way. Uh, let's go to the main event. We've got that Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. Winner will face MJF next week for the Diamond Ring. Uh, so, yeah, pretty much just a bunch of mid-card guys here in the ring. Mix of young and old. But your regular Battle Royal affair. Mm -hmm. People working together turning each other, teaming up. Uh, MJF's on commentary. In the middle of the match, he walks down to the ring, pulls out some cash, offers it to Dustin Rhodes to go after Juice. So Dustin takes the money, uh, grabs Juice, sets him up in the corner, traps his legs in the ropes, and hits the good old Shattered Dreams. The running kick to the balls. The crowd loves it. Classic Attitude Era spot. Um... Yeah, Dustin, he was one of the highlights of the match. He was going, he was hits a Canadian destroyer, looking this good. This feels like the perfect Yeah, this feels like the perfect match for Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. Guy that everyone likes uh still can go. And he makes it down to the final 5. He eliminates uh gets an elimination, but then Garcia runs up from behind, dumps Dustin to the floor, eliminates him. Crowd's not happy. Uh so now we're down to Garcia, Caster and Juice. Garcia gets eliminated first, so the final two, Max Caster, Juice Robinson. Caster hits the mic drop, but then over back on the commentary table, Jay White runs out, attacks MJF. They brawl on the stage. Uh, MJF knocks Jay down, grabs the world title back, goes to smack him in the head with it, but Jay hits MJF with a low blow. Max Caster sees all of this, takes his eyes off Juice just long enough for Juice to reach into his pocket, pull out the diamond ring that Jay gave him on collision, and he slips it on. Caster goes to grab him. Juice nails him in the face with the ring, so Caster's knocked out. Juice picks him up, dumps him to the floor, gets the final elimination. Wins the match, so big win for Juice. He'll face MJF for the diamond ring next week. Yeah, the match uh, included, you know, yeah, a lot of spot, but it included a lot of dudes who were members of tag teams. 
<laughs> yeah, like Matt and Jeff Hardy. Were yeah, there, Daddy Magic. Um, yeah, Garcia. Um, yeah, I mean, going in, it was most of us knew Juice was going to be the winner. Just what have they been building anyway? So you know, well, you know, Max Caster and MJF have been having their little thing or whatever. So yeah, really, those two were the only ones. Uh, Dustin was the crowd favorite, but yeah, you really just want to see what's going to happen, right? You know, MJF has won this thing four years in a row, only so, only almost so far that like you forget he has it because he is also champion. <laughs> and yeah, you're, I mean, he you're, still pulls it out. You're, now, you're, yeah, but, but you're kind of like, oh yeah, he has that thing. Uh, but yeah, it, it is almost like like if the same dude won King of the Ring every single year and then was also the champion, you'd be like, oh yeah, what's the point of you being King of the Ring then? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice to see, uh, maybe, I don't know. So I, whatever, whenever, um, is this next week on dynamite? We're going to get the match. Juice Robinson. I believe so. You know, and Jay White is obviously going to be there. You know, Jay White screwing uh, MJF out of the match somehow. But, you know, is MJF going to get pinned? Is that really cool? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we do have that. I remember Roddy says he wants to become friends with MJF. So maybe he'll be the one to save him at the end. Stop the Bull Club gold from cheating. Who knows? Yeah. Tune in find out yeah it could be a lot of things mjf or sorry um adam cole makes the save even jeez um it could be any <laughs> number it could be any number of things uh and then I'll, that is gonna have to wait until next week though because that is all the in-ring action that we have here for you we only have one more thing and that is of course the wrestler of the week it's the wrestler of the week of the week wrestler of the week of the week of the week I am going, uh, oh, here's one for you, Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed uh, showing a great performance there against Gunther. A high, a yeah. highlight of Raw. You know, we don't see many World Heavyweight Championship matches over on Monday Night Raw. Those are saved for the pay per view, and Gunther is 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 having to uh, carry or uh, pick up a lot of that slack, and is doing so effortlessly, um, and doing so well. So I gotta say, uh, oh, sorry, but you know, you know, you know, you know what I mean. You know, the match, <laughs> the match type is being held there for that Intercontinental Championship. Bronson Reed, yeah, nice to see you, bud. No, yeah, I changed my mind. It's going to be Gunther instead because he won. So why would, <laughs> yeah, Gunther? Yeah, well, that's what I had was Gunther. So we'll make it unanimous there. Fantastic. Just by a hair. You'll have to see it. Uh, but Bronson Reed still deserves some kudos. It's uh, yeah. There's a lot of kudos, right? Like when you're the longest reigning intercontinental champion, like you're getting your kudos clearly, right? You are the reason why Honky Tonk Man is no longer wanted at conventions because he can't put that longest <laughs> reigning ever. That's right. Now I bet he's still so. probably like he. I bet he's like not even top five reigning champions, like intercontinental champions ever. I bet maybe top ten. What do you mean? You know, like in the in the history of the belt. Well, he's still the second longest. 
Oh, sorry. No, I meant like a over like total rain. Oh, number amount. of times. No, no, like oh, total total, total days. days, total days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I bet he's yeah. uh, not even in the top five anymore. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I'm sure Jericho and the Miz are probably the top two, and then Gunther. So that's three out of five right there. There's probably yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably uh, probably not anyways. much there. Uh, yeah, congratulations, Gunther, and everyone else. That is all the time that we have this week. Thanks for listening. Great view, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. Of course, next week we will be back. Um, there's two parts to the Havoc, so we do have a little bit of a Havoc action and uh, still cruising on here until uh, until some of these bigger shows. <laughs> yeah, so enjoy the Halloween, the festive fun. Let's get through this spooky month together. Uh, you and me, baby. That's all we need. Thanks for listening, Mike. Take care <laughs> of yourself. Okay, bye. Shoot.